Hey, and welcome to Sweet Talk. I'm your host, Andrea Brown of IamAndreaBrown.com, and I'm so excited because Queen Sugar is back. That's right. This podcast is all about the Oprah Winfrey Network hit Queen Sugar, conceptualized by the genius Queen Ava DuVernay. And I'm excited because today we're going to be talking about the season four premiere of everybody's favorite show, Queen Sugar. And I'm going to switch it up a little bit. If you've listened to Sweet Talk before, I kind of used to recap the show, but I think that it's going to be a little bit more fun for us if I just take you through my top three moments of every episode and then maybe give a little perspective about what I think is going to happen in the next episode. And in this instance, we're going to talk about what's going to happen throughout the season. So let's jump right in. My number three moment from the season premiere, season four, Queen Sugar. It's really like a series of moments, but I'd label it progress. So when the season opens, we get to see all of our favorite characters moving around in their world. We've got Charlie, who really has been very extra throughout the entire series. She's just very high strung. But when we see her for the first time, she's getting a massage and she's with her little boo, her little bae, Romero, which is really exciting. They didn't took a vacation. <laughs> That's awesome, right? We've never ever gotten to see Charlie really like toned down. She's always been very active. So seeing her get the opportunity to just chill with her guy, that's awesome. Now, it's probably gonna be short-lived because there's a lot of drama, but we'll get to that later. But then even with Ralph Angel, so Ralph Angel finds out that he's off of parole and he's excited. That's progress we've been waiting for since really since the series began. Ralph Angel's been fighting his legal woes and things have really been challenging for him, but he's worked really hard, he's persevered, and now he's free, he's off the papers. Like That's all we could have ever asked for for Ralph Angel, for him to really be thriving in what he's doing with the land, but also getting that monkey off of his back. I mean, what more could we really ask for, right? And then, which leads me into my number two big moment. Aunt Vi has opened Vi's Prized Pie and Diner. So if you can recall in season three, Hollywood, Vi's now husband, purchased the old high yellow diner for Vi, which I thought was absolutely excellent. Like Vi spent the majority of the time that She's been an adult working in that diner. And now she's the owner, all because she was able to relinquish a little bit of control and allow her husband to love her the way he really felt that he could love her. Awesome, right? So the diner is opening. They have a good old second line in true New Orleans fashion. And everybody comes out to support. And it was just a really beautiful moment to see Vi really get the opportunity to thrive. And for once, I really, really feel like she's super, super happy. Now, a couple of other things happened at this 
Vice Prize Pies opening. Hollywood talked all this big talk about a cousin junior that was gonna come and sang for them, right? Vi wasn't really feeling it, which I totally understand because how many of us have somebody say, oh, my cousin's gonna come sing? And you're like, bro, I, I really don't know. I, I don't really trust it. But it turns out that that singer happens to be portrayed by Tevin Campbell, which if you don't remember, or maybe you don't know, but Tevin Campbell tweeted Ava DuVernay a few months ago, maybe, maybe almost a year ago, and asked if he could be on Queen Sugar. Boom, it was done. That's awesome, right? So Tevin Campbell guest starred as Cousin Junior, and he sang a song at Vi's opening. That was awesome, right? Maybe not so awesome was the fact that Darla showed up. Now, Darla still really has a little bit of tension with Aunt Vi. You know, she's working towards it. She showed up with a gift when she came to pick up Blue, but it was still kind of a little bit tense. And then we find out that she's going on a date and Ralph Angel really wasn't really feeling that, but I think he'll be okay. I think that it's gonna be interesting to see how their relationship grows over the course of the season because they're not in relationship together, but they are doing pretty well co-parenting Blue. And we'll see if their new relationships get in the way of that. I'm hoping the answer is no. But then also, at the grand opening of Vice Prized Pies, Charlie meets up with a city councilwoman and she finds out that the Landrys have been bankrolling this city council person's re-election campaign, which leads her to start spinning her wheels. And in the previews for the next episode, or really for the previews for the season, we see that Charlie may just take some things into her own hands. You know, like I said earlier, she can never sit still for too long. So we'll wait and see what happens with that. But the elephant in the room is Nova's book, Blessings and Blood. Wow. I just, I don't even know, I don't even know where to begin with this. So we know, all know, if you watch the show, that Nova is a writer. And she's had her struggles with really sharing her work or giving, getting accolades for her work. I'll say that, right? So now she's in a position where she's got this book deal. She's done writing for the newspaper. And she decides that she's going to write a memoir about her family. Seems well and good, right? It's an American story. And she wants people to understand that Black people in the South can really have just as much of an American story as the white person in middle America. But she went about it the absolute wrong way. She decided that she wanted to tell family secrets. Now, I can understand where she was going in her mind with it, but it just wasn't executed properly. As a person of faith, I understand how important it is to release secrets because we know that anything that's done in the dark will eventually come into the light and anything that you're hiding really can hamper your growth. 
But if there are secrets that need to be uncovered and truth that needs to be exposed, that really should be done in the confines of the family and not for the entire world to see and lay witness to. And even if she had decided that she wanted the entire world to know her family's secrets, it would have only been okay if she had gotten prior approval from the entire family in which she chose to tell their secrets. Honestly, the secrets that she was sharing, number one, that Charlie had paid off the girl who claimed that her ex-husband raped her, that Ralph Angel really isn't Blue's biological father, and that their aunt Violet has struggled throughout her entire life knowing her worth? Come on, fam. That's not really stuff that you share with the world. Those are conversations that you have internally. And if it's okay and decided upon by the greater good, by the entire group, that it's okay to share, then yeah, go ahead and share it. But now we're in a position where a sister, Charlie, is going to have to file a cease and desist on her own sister because she was blindsided by the release of this memoir, which was given no prior approval. I just don't get it. She really, really, really messed up. And then to think, she went to her father's gravesite and talked to him and said, Dad, look, I know that people are not gonna understand what I'm doing, but I'm really doing it for the betterment of us. Now, sis, seriously? Really? Like I said, this really could have been handled in a totally different way. It would have been so much better had she just had the courage to speak to her family before the book went to the publisher. Because now, really, it's pretty much too late. She's doing press tours, the book's already headed out, pre-release copies have already made it to journalists, Charlie's already been embarrassed in public, it's going to be bad for Nova, and I'm not really sure how she's going to be able to rebound from this. And honestly, that leads me to the end, I mean, Looking forward to the rest of season four, I believe Blessings and Blood is going to be the stream that ties us together throughout the entire season. Things are going to be laid bare that I don't think have been laid bare before. And whether that's gonna be good or bad, who knows? I think in the beginning, it's going to be very bad. There's going to be hell to pay for the decision that Nova has made. And to think that Micah is not even back from his trip yet, we haven't even seen what changes he's been through. And I know that it's going to affect him in a way that we don't even know because Micah's growing as a person too. So I don't know, what do you guys think is gonna happen in the rest of season four on Queen Sugar? Wow, there's just so many storylines that we can explore, but I wanna hear from you. Let me know in the comments what you think is going to happen. Now, 
For those of you that are watching on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, please subscribe, rate, comment, do whatever you do. And those of you listening on iTunes or SoundCloud or Google Play, you can do the same. I would really, really appreciate your support. And I will be back every single Thursday to give you my top three moments from the previous night's episode of Queen Sugar. And I'm super, super excited that you tune in and join me for Sweet Talk. See you soon.